I have a little bit of a problem because of course, uh, like two seconds before we start this thing, someone's using a rotator saw outside and cutting some <laughs> You may hear that, but I'll try to talk in it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take two seconds to be quiet and I'll get into this. Hi everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast. I'm John Yunusatha, your host, and joining me today on Zoom for the first time is uh, Mr. Devin Nakoba. What's up? Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. Hold it. And we have all the way from Washington, uh, Mr. Nick Rolovich, who's uh, graciously agreed to come on the podcast today. Thank you. Happy to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, um, so before we begin, I want to remind everybody about all of the ways they can get in touch with us. Of course, there's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at High Sessions. And then we go on to uh, Apple Podcasts and um, YouTube, all High Sessions branded. So. You can get us anywhere there, and if you want to um, email us, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com with any questions. Now, this was kind of a last-minute thing. Kyle and Nick are friends, and so um, last night, I think Kyle texted you or Jay before, so we didn't have a lot of time to throw your name out there to get a lot of online questions, but uh, I think between the four of us, we can probably come up with a lot of topics, um, although I have to admit, ahead of time, I'm probably the least football. I, I love football. Don't get me wrong, but I have the least amount of football knowledge out of everybody on the screen right now. Um, but how, he's how, not going to be, he's not going to be asking about formations for the offense. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. You're good. Yeah. Unless it's about uh, a chocolate Sunday formations. Then, then I get <laughs> but Nick, man, how's, how's everything going up there? You look like you're at home. Are you uh, self self isolating? Yeah, we have to be at home. Yeah. But, so, but go ahead. Is, is the whole now you guys don't you guys start spring training right so has that been all canceled are you just holding off until you get some word on yeah. um, whether you guys can start practicing again or or is it is it, have you already just canceled like far ahead in, in the future um well we're, we're canceled for a little bit now so it's not uh spring ball was canceled the campus is closed down um the majority of our guys are back at home so there's you know, there's a few guys still in, in, on campus, but for the most part, everybody, it, they went on spring break and then it kind of hit. And so they kind of oh, all stayed yeah, where they were and, and it's good, you know, everyone's dealing with it in different levels. So it's good for them to be around family as a football player. They don't spend a ton of time, you know, they don't get a lot of break time. And so I, I told them to just really enjoy their families and, you know, still work out and handle their academics and, um, which is, you know, some guys, you, you have to realize, right? Not everybody has great access to internet. Not everybody has, um, now we've, we've gotten them laptops, but, you know, people come from such different backgrounds. The academic piece and the learning environment is so varied um, on a football team that uh, I think you got to be real, real sensitive about that. What has uh, Wazoo allowed you to do to kind of prep the players and keep things going? Well, we can have um, either Zoom meetings. Uh, we, we also have moved into using uh, a system called Blackboard, which is what they use for the majority of their classes. So they're very familiar with that. It's forced coaches to really, um, you know, get out of their comfort zone, figure out a new way to teach, um, get as much installed over these type of meetings, uh, whether it's quizzes, you know, or just continue to build on the foundation that 
we were able to start when we first were meeting with them. But um, at some point, you know, you, you get to a point where you really, you need to get on the field and see who can do what. And that's, that's probably the most challenging right now is just the unknown of what we have. So how has your everyday um, life been trapped at home? Are you just staring at your computer all day long and running meetings and stuff? A lot of that, a lot of phone. Um, my family actually came up for their spring break because they hadn't been up here and then everything hit. So they've been up here for a month oh, um, man. <laughs> with, a, with a week's worth of clothes and we got mattresses and that's it. But we're having a ball. It's been good to reset and be with the family for, you know, 24 hours a day. I mean, I think part of the benefits of this is it's forced us all to reassess um, our everyday life choices. And I think, I think that's one of the positives is we're getting to be around our families and our loved ones and, and find out what's really important. So when you say family, uh, Rolo, it's your wife and kids from Honolulu kids, came up? Yep. yep, they all came up, so. Yeah, we, um, we have this thing right now where after dinner, we, we watch uh, a movie or a TV show together as a family and everybody mm -hmm. gets to pick their show, you know, so I do, then my wife, then my daughter, and then my son. And then halfway through the movie, we pause it and we all go to the kitchen and we get a snack and then we come back. And I was like, man, this is what it's like to be a, a family. Cause I, <laughs> we've never done that before. Like all the years, you know, usually I'm, I'm off working in my room and my wife is doing something and my kids are on their iPads at after dinner, we're not sitting together doing something. So that has been kind of a nice, a nice break, you know? Yes, it has. And, and just sitting down and having dinner, you know, not everyone does that, right? Because everyone's so busy, you know, especially the, <clears throat> the kids and all the activities, you know, in, in, in Hawaii that all the opportunities these kids have, there's such a variety of, of sports and, and dance and to get involved in. So there's always parents are running around. I think it's been, you know, just the emphasis lets us reemphasize the family unit. And I, I think there'll be some benefits at, at coming out of this. I'm just amazed how much you had to balance when you were here as our coach. I can't imagine being the head coach of a major college program and then trying to have a family at the same time. And your kids are not older, right? No. They're, they're actually uh, elementary school age. So, yeah, uh, yeah, trying to, yeah, trying to herd them around <laughs> while, while going to games. I can't even imagine having to figure all that out. And then you move to a new school and then – you have to all stay in place for like a month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you, the, the coaches' wives are really the heroes in this whole deal because right. they have so much, um, you know, when we're gone, whether it's recruiting or long, long hours in, at the office, you know, you know, there, there's plenty of days where guys don't see, you know, we're in there early and sometimes we don't get there till the kids are in bed. So, right. So has it been a lot of, has it been a lot of, you wake up in the morning, your wife goes, okay, take care of that thing and that thing and that thing. Okay. I'm going to go lay on the couch and watch TV. Uh, Debbie, you know, it's great. We got nothing in this house. There's nothing for me to fix. There's nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, as someone who goes in the houses often, kids love space. And yes. so the fact that it's open space is, is gold to them. So if you, you don't have all the furniture there yet and it's not tight, uh, they kind of like that. Uh, we've, we've created all these lava patches where they got to only step on pillows and workouts that go through the house, different rooms, push-up room, the, the lunge room. So we, we, we're doing a lot of the same stuff you were talking about, John, as far as, um, movie nights and 
playing dominoes, playing cards, playing puzzles. I mean, all that stuff, I think not only is it good family time, but it's also, it's, uh, you know, it's good learning stuff for the kids doing math and dominoes or putting puzzles together. I mean, those things, they, they bring a, a, an intellectual value also. Yeah. So do you let them win at all? No, they, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> all um, right. Monopoly, uh, they got smoked. They were just, <laughs> my daughter tried to give me her daughter eyes when I tried to, when I had to collect rent from her. It didn't work. Not <laughs> you know what's sad is my son kicks my ass at Connect Four. Uh, really good and I, I can't I can't keep up with him he's eight years old connect four come on yeah man. I never played when I was little and there's got to be some kind of trick to it or something because he beats me every single time there's four of them you gotta get four in a row <laughs> I know but there's, there's strategy I'm assuming not that hard John <laughs> he's standing right there he's standing, standing there like yeah that's right that's right yeah. I'm owning my dad on this game yeah so Rolo your wife and kids are still living in Honolulu and yeah. they are planning to move up there soon or are they planning on finishing school here, no, here they, in they're still in school in, in Honolulu mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of them you know they're doing the online stuff um, original schedule was then for them to fi- uh, finish school and then um, come in the summertime and then transfer schools up yeah. there yeah cool yeah um what's the what's the weather like up there in uh, in pullman right now i went to gonzaga in uh, spokane yeah so and then you guys have a campus right near wazoo uh right yeah. near our campus so the last time i went up for a reunion thing i was walking around going what are all these wazoo signs doing <laughs> over here <laughs> It, it it's it, a pretty it's impressive, impressive school, school spirit, spirit. Um, for um, for Walter for, State. For Walter State. Um, it's a it's a, a blue collar um, environment mentality. There's you know people you know Hawaii Pullman you know the weather I get all that but there's so many similarities um, as far as Pullman it's a small town kind of like Hawaii where everyone relies on each other in some way. People naturally take care of each other, respect each other, um, and and Washington State football really binds people together. So, and and that's why I think you know not everybody wants a small college town experience in college. I get that, but it's easy to filter through. You know, just like it was in Hawaii. You know, as beautiful as it, some some guys just don't want to be that far. Don't want to get on. Don't want to live on an island. And so it's easy to get to you know kind of that first filter level of this guy wants a big city. Well, we're not that. So let's just part ways. Let's find people that want to be here. Hmm. Yeah. Smart. You know, before we, uh, we started the podcast, I I'd had another zoom meeting right before this. And I kind of mentioned that I'd be talking to you and ask some, some of the guys that any questions, <clears throat> I thought this was a great one. And, uh, okay. I liked your thoughts on this. so, um, one of the questions was, you know, in, in many football programs, continuity is, is, uh, is important you know you have a coach that's been there and you're you're coming in as a new coach and uh now you you don't have the spring, all of your spring ball so how how do you adjust to that new um you know that new situation it's coming in new and, and having this uh this uh, uh kind of unprecedented virus thing that's just taken over the, the world it is uh it's definitely not ideal as far as um, 
you know, the ability to teach and learn and see what you got. But as coaches, we need to take that out of it. And we, we have to be careful how much we put in, what we put in, what are we good at right now? Um, and, and kind of assess that with the timeline that people are going to give us right now. Um, you know, there's, there's various talks going on. I think there's some optimism. That's what I feel in, in the last week or so, as far as, you know, there, there's projected schedules that we're talking about in the summer. Um, so the, the thing for me is if we start the season at a different time, I think that throws a whole bunch of logistical problems into this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that part, yeah. Everyone's right now very optimistic. Well, I don't know that they're optimistic, but <laughs> the talk is right now, you know, what is needed before the start of training camp in early August? And what do the, the, the players need as far as physically getting ready? Um, for training camp and a 12, 13 game season. Um, <clears throat> the good thing that those, those opinions don't really matter when it comes from coaches, all the people, all the doctors, all the health people, they kind of get to decide that. So that takes us off our plate. But the main goal is to get the season started, um, you know, without, without a hiccup. If we can hit training camp and then we're on the right schedule that we've all been planning on, we'll be fine. But as far as us, so these Zoom meetings are important. But we have to be real efficient with our time and really realistic about what we can put in with the limited learning time that these guys have had. And, and really stress, we have to get better every day, every week as we go through this season. Right, because you're installing a whole new offense, a whole new defense. Yeah. I mean, all of those things take time. Uh, you got to assess all your players. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I can't even imagine. And watching the time sort of tick down, right, you right. really have no control over it one way or the other. So then it becomes a, okay, at what point do we kind of go, because <laughs> you're, I, I know you, you're not going to be letting uh, onto the field something that you don't feel is, is ready to go. So, mm. you know, I can't imagine having to work out all those things in your head and then talk to your coaches and go, okay, this is what we do. If this happens, this is what we do. If this happens, it's just, well, wow. Well, I think, having my time in Hawaii has really helped me. You know, I don't stress about this at all. I, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't stress about, cause I'm no, nothing I say is going to change it. We just got to be ready and our guys got to be in the blocks when this thing gets green lighted and it's time to go. And when that time comes, you know, we'll, we'll go. That's, and, and we'll put the best product on the field. The, the one, the thing that is, um, is good in, in this case for Washington State. Um, this team was was pretty close when I got here. Um, mm. So there, there's a there's an ownership. There's a uh, you know dependability to each teammate. That's kind of been that they 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 were tight. They worked hard. That nobody's we don't have a lot of problems. People trying to cut corners or not doing this, not doing that. So that gives me the belief that we. We can hit the ground running when this thing gets green lighted. Oh, God. you know, you know I want to also um, show. Sorry, Kyle. Oh, but what, what? You know, this is you know, really quickly. This got into the financial aspect of college football, and what's come to light is how much the football program 
means financially to every institution. You know, there's, I mean, that's the thing that's coming up. That's like, yeah, if we don't play football, we're really screwed. You know, mm. right now we're, you know, the spring sports, we feel sorry for those seniors. I think they did the right thing, giving them an extra year of eligibility. Um, you know, some of the, the TV, I don't even get into all that stuff as far as, but there were events that were canceled, right? We're money makers, but there's also, no, we're not out recruiting. We're, you know, uh, baseball's not traveling, you know, people aren't. So there's, I don't know what the, what the, the negative is going to be in the budget, but I know if there's no football season, there's going to be a lot of programs hurting. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle or Devin, um, if you don't mind, can you take over for a second? I um, just want to make sure my computer doesn't overheat. I'm going to turn a fan on it. Okay. So just, okay. I'm going to stay just a second, okay? Did we, did we mention that John's going off a very old computer? <laughs> I'm not buying that excuse. I think he's going to practice Connect Four. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rolo. Yo. Um, Devin is a huge Seattle Seahawks fan. Oh, yeah? Have you been in contact with John recently? A couple texts. Not necessarily recently, but um, when I first got up here, I, I messaged, messaged him. He was actually back in Hawaii when I had something I had to do in Seattle. I was going to try to meet up with him, but he was in Hawaii. So um, he's very well liked. You know, um, I know I, I know people are very excited about him. So I just, uh, we need to get him on the field. That's my only thing. Because that, that was the thing. I mean, even playing for Hawaii, you watched him play and you said, this guy is special and he's got something and you got to just get the ball in his hands and let him go. And the first, I mean, they let him catch the ball a couple times and he catches the ball, he goes 25 yards. Right. He catches the ball, he goes 35 yards. And then they don't use him. We go, what are you guys doing? And now uh, they're talking about the draft and everything. And they're talking about picking up all these free agent receivers. And I'm like, no, 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 you, you got one. He's really, really good. Let him, let, him, let him play and you'll be all right. You'll find out for yourselves, you know. Well, free agent receivers aren't good for him. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Gotta, <clears throat> but John is not afraid to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I yeah. think he's, he's very focused. I saw a picture of him. He looks like he's in top shape. Oh, um, yeah, he's ripped. <laughs> yeah. You know, the guy, he, he likes working on his craft of football. He really does. And... <clears throat> I don't know what the roster situation is or anything like that, but um, I know he's got elite athletic ability. And I'd, I'd like, I'm like you, I'd love to see him get a few more catches. Well, I, I figure, you know, he and uh, Russell Wilson apparently won the one-on-one -on -one or the, the two-on-two uh, basketball tournament for the Seahawks. <laughs> like they beat, they scored, every, they schooled everybody. And yeah. everybody was thinking, why would you play with John Ursua? And then when they won, because they were the two smallest guys. And then they both won. <laughs> yeah, but it's just not. Yeah, you just don't bet against John. It's it's pretty amazing stuff. So that's but, that, um, that's a good sign for him, buddying yeah. up with uh, Russell Wilson like that. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I keep my fingers crossed. Now, um, as far as Wazoo goes, um, yeah. and and this is more coronavirus based. I mean, what is Pullman like? Because you know, this whole state's kind of been on a lockdown. But I mean, in terms of um, people getting sick, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, Washington is such a big state. That, it is a big you know, state. And there's yeah. a very big difference from both sides of the state. The yeah. west side, right, is, is all Seattle. Um, right. You know, and that's where that, um, I don't know if it was a, a um, where, where the big cases came in and kind of ran through the, uh, 
I don't know if it was an elderly home or, <clears throat> but that's where, and, and, and Seattle got it, got it pretty big first. We haven't had um, very many cases um, in, in Pullman or Whitman County. I think there's maybe four or five, but um, you know, M Moscow, Idaho is like eight, eight miles down the road. And what was interesting in there, in that case was you, you saw, you know, we're eight miles away, um, but kind of a different, approach on you know shutting things down and things like that so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how each each side has to you know we've had to follow washington rules they're on idaho rules but we're we're you know eight miles from each other it's pretty interesting it's like uh when i went to spokane uh my freshman year um they just they had just changed the liquor uh the drinking age from 18 to 21. Mm. so when i got to washington it was 21 but idaho was 18. Ah. So we would so we would drive, uh, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes over to Idaho so that we could drink, which is really uh, very inappropriate and uh, very unpolitically correct right now. <laughs> so, but I but I see what you mean, and and you only get that when you're living um, uh, in the continental U.S. Because when you're in Hawaii, that's it. If you can't drink, you can't drink, or you're going to your auntie's house or something. But you know, it, it was interesting being able to to have that difference uh, of seeing from state to state how things change. Right. So, hmm, fascinating. You save wow. your fake ID money and just use it on gas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of Hawaii, Rolo, what do you miss about um, being back in the island? Besides the people and besides of them and myself and Kyle. Uh, the food. The food. Any, any, like everybody always is uh, zippy, 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 that, but anything, anything specific? Uh, the fish, all the fish. I think that's, that's a big, big one. Is uh, there poultry there? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think poultry's not everywhere. It's just, I, you know, Stutz has been a good friend of mine for a long time. And he goes, I don't know about eating fish, uh, landlocked states. I said, okay, we'll listen to you. <laughs> That's true. And you're, you're east, so it's not like yeah, you're, you know right. what I mean? If you're in the Seattle area, it'd be like, go for it. But yeah, yeah. Pullman, Spokane-ish area. Seattle Airport is uh, Sam Choi's restaurant. So oh. we always got to go through Seattle to get here for flying. And uh, so that's always a good little stop reminder of Hawaii. I was talking to Kyle on the phone the other day, and we were talking about this um, interesting subject of, uh, so Nick, you're not here, but Waikiki is completely shut down. There's absolutely nothing going on. There's maybe three or four people on the beach at the most. And um, man, the water looks really clean. Like, it seems like everything is kind of flushing itself out. And I'm curious to see if, whether some of the fish stocks can start to replenish themselves if this thing is, you know, a month and a half with thought of that too i'd be interested in that because you know you ever they have some of those shows where and then it's like a computer animation but what happens to a city with no life for 20 years right 100 years. That. 
yeah, I think those are interesting. So I, I, I've thought about that a couple of times about the water in Hawaii. If, if, and, you know, we'll just take a break, take a breather, let it heal a little bit. And it, I, I hope there's some, at least some information available. I don't know who would put it out, but I think that would be a, a fun thing to, to study at the end of this whole thing. Yeah. Well, even if you look at L.A., L.A. is beautiful now, man. There's, well, no, there's no smog. People are like, wow, what's going on? So this is an environmental scientist dream. Right. Because That's right. No way you can do this, you know, without a global pandemic, right? Right, so, right. They have to be out there trying to get some kind of data, I'm sure. Yeah, you would think so. You would think so. You know, you just wonder if a month is enough. I'm sure it helps, right? What you mentioned the sunscreen and, and just beating on the coral or whatever, but um, I would, you know, if it goes six months, you know, I think we're seeing a whole life cycle probably go through, right? But a month, eh, I'd be interested in that. But I do, you're right, Devin, the air, um, you know, people not in their cars, I think it's probably a good, nice little break for Mother Earth. Break for the Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. The other wow. thing we were talking about was, uh, you know, when, when we start opening things up again, you know, it's probably going to be mostly locals first because, you know, they'll have to screen people as they come in, which is going to be bad for the economy, which is which is very sad. But for um, it'll be kind of an interesting experience if some of the locals can experience places like Waikiki that is mostly tourist-based without the tourists or for a few days or a week or something, right. that's going to be kind of, kind of cool in, in a way, you know? So, we'll I bet somebody will set up a good party down there in Waikiki, a local yeah. party. Yeah, it would be good. There's <laughs> got to be some promoter out there right now kind of thinking of like the after Corona party, right? Well, I think, John, you just let that Connect Four loss go and just start working on that. Party. <laughs> hey, John. <laughs> John, your um, audio is super off right now. I think the fan's blowing into the mic. So you might want to turn oh, off the yeah, fan. All right, okay. Hold on. Let me yeah. Well, you got to put on your headphones, dude, because I think you put it on your headphones, you'll be all right. I, I kind of figured, yeah, because I, I can't tell where the mic is on this computer, so I thought, oh. Maybe it's exactly where the fan is blowing right now. <laughs> we figured it <laughs> out. It's a lot better now. It's a lot better now. Okay, I turned it off. We know yeah, exactly so. where it is. Yeah. <laughs> Man, why did they design it like that? That makes no sense, because right where the – where the connector is of the of the plug is where it gets hot and I can feel it getting hot. And then, uh, so that's where I was blowing the fan, but apparently that's where the mic is as well. Come on, Apple. Pouring some water on it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, John. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so, so, so simple question. I'll, I'll pose this to everybody. Um, greatest quarterback of all time. Um, and no one can take my pick, which is the 85 Bears Jim McMahon. Thank you. Devin, you go first. <laughs> what? Or are you talking about professional football? Are you talking about college yeah. football? Are we talking about arena football? What are we talking about here? Whatever you want, man. Who, who's your favorite quarterback? Greatest of all. Well, um, my team is Seattle. You remember that part, right? Right. So I, I would have to probably see Russell Wilson. <laughs> That that'd be kind of you can see you can see the questions that are coming from the guy who doesn't really know football very well. Because he asked like the big. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't want to think I was buttering you up because I would bring up your name, but and I wanna, you know, oh, I don't want to seem like a kiss. Yeah. 
Joe Montana, <laughs> that's me. Yeah. Joe Montana, okay. Well, well, I feel good because I know all these names. So well, we, didn't, we didn't get Kyle's <laughs> answer. Who's your answer? Kyle? I know. Me? Yeah, you. Um, besides you from Hawaii playing? See, there you go. Um, there you go. I would say Colt Brennan. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. By the way, guys, um, the, so yesterday we got an extra 40 minutes on my – Oh, they're only giving uh, us nine minutes now. They're only giving us nine minutes now, but I got to <laughs> upgrade. So you guys talk. I'm going to go through that real quick. Okay. Well, hey, hold on. Uh, I know you got to leave too in a, in a bit too. So let us know when you got to, you know, move on I, to another meeting. Some time. Okay. I, got, I got the one the one question we've been asking uh, everybody who comes onto the podcast. Well, I, I started it, so I want to keep asking. Um, three albums. Your favorite, your, your, your Desert Island okay. disc. And, and it can be greatest hits albums. It cannot? Uh, so artists, no, cannot be greatest hits. That's cheating. That's why. Because, you know, people go like Eagles greatest hits and, you know, Bob Marley legend. <laughs> Everybody goes yeah, for that I, one. So I, uh, I was just curious if you had any, uh, like your top three. I've got such a, such a wide range of music. Oh, we, that's uh, great. We ate dinner to, um, what was it? Spanish Love Guitar the other night. That was a, that was a good YouTube channel. That's a nice relaxing one. Okay. Um, the, the guys used to get mad at me when I play my classical Cuban music. That was pretty good. They got <laughs> really? That's your? <laughs> nah, I didn't realize that was a thing. Listen to. Uh, um, what was? Uh, Got to go back to my childhood when albums were kind of the thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I, I I don't. You just don't see the albums anymore. I remember yeah. Metallica's uh, the Black album was was big growing up. Um, okay, maybe not maybe not albums. How about we go with, like three artists that you so Metallica would be one of them for sure. Uh, it has been in my life. Uh, mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah, the, all the genres. Sorry, we didn't mean to put thinking. you on the spot. Let me keep thinking. <laughs> I'll finish this okay. one a little bit. Let me. Think okay, about. okay. We'll we'll get back to that. We got Metallica, and we got two more artists to go. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Yeah. Have you been uh, having withdrawals? No picking. I know, man. Garage sales are non-existent now. <laughs> antique stores are closed. You should see some of the antique stores up in this part of the country. There's yeah. some old cool stuff. Yeah. What was the coolest find you got so far? I haven't. Well, I bought a. Uh, a, they called it a marriage broom. Me and my wife, I ne we never had a wedding present or a honeymoon. They called it a marriage broom, but it's, it's this whittled, weird piece of wood with a broom. That one was cool, but they've got these different farmyards. They've got, they've got a, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of cool old stuff. You know, you're getting into older, um, older metal objects. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. it's so wide and, um, did you guys bond over old stuff? We're, we're Is that how this happened? Is it? Are you guys both pickers? I had no idea. I knew that was kind of Kyle's thing. I had no idea that was your thing. <laughs> no, we Wait, bonded you over. Nick, you're gonna be uh, doing um, what is that? American pickers. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a picking in Hawaii. We could do it, Kyle. It'd be good TV too. Wait, how does okay? Wait, how does that how does that come up in a conversation? Because you know, Kyle started working with you on on the the t-shirts and you know helping out the team and stuff. How do you suddenly go? Hey, by the way, you like antiques? Because I like antiques. 
Well, first off, what Kyle did for the marketing of our football program was top notch. And I appreciate Kyle. I don't know if I ever told you, but I really do appreciate it because I think it was not a uh, a selfish act. It was an opportunity to to promote the program, and and, and he really did it with a lot of love and, and and giving back to the program. So I appreciate that a lot. And we might have been just BSing. And he, I think you mentioned picking or going to a garage sale, and then we kind of started going like that. Yeah. I gave a bunch of my stuff away before I left. I gave, I had a great scale that I gave to the coffee shop on Kapahulu because they appreciate old stuff. So if you ever go in there, there's a, there's an old scale in there. I gave them, um, I don't know. I got, I got my old, uh, I got my old, uh, like stip, uh, ship steering wheel. I brought that with me. So that's up here. You still got the Viking helmet? I still got the Viking helmet. <laughs> I'll text you guys the picture wow. I got. He just texts me a picture of a garage sale with a Viking helmet on his head. I'm like, did you buy that? He goes, no. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually didn't buy that one. Oh, you they, didn't? That, no, because it was falling apart and it was going to be too hard to take care of. But they had every like animal skin hat, like skunk, badger, <laughs> uh, raccoon. So I bought, I bought three of those for my kids. So my son oh. turned around with different. They don't. They don't really like them that much. And I was. I was waiting for you to wear that at a game one day. <laughs> it was falling apart. I couldn't. It wasn't gonna last. So whoever loses at Connect Four has to wear the skunk one. Is that how that works? <laughs> you don't. Well, you don't I, have a metal detector, right? Please, please I have a metal detector. I have not got a metal detectors. <laughs> All three of you. <laughs> hey, my kids love the metal detector. That's good exploring. <laughs> Hey, when you no, come back home, you, let's all go. Kyle and I standing there at the beach. We couldn't figure out how to get it to work. When it oh, beeps, man. you're over metal. <laughs> 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 but it, it beeps constantly. It's, it's, uh, yeah. yeah one day Kyle called, called me out of the blue and told me if I asked me if I would buy a metal detector, go metal detecting with him. We, we've gone a few times, but we've only found like... Um, cans and yeah, uh nails. a lot of pins for uh tents at the beach uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. no treasures yet but we're super stoked when you found a nickel though yeah that's right <laughs> i was gonna call only uh 299 dollars and 95 cents to go. <laughs> no, keep working you'll get there john <laughs> oh man well i know what santa's gonna bring you Devin. <laughs> oh, <good Lord. laughs> I'm worried already. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Guys are nuts. And Nick, so, um, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Dev. No, no, go ahead, John. I was going to say, you know, um, when when the news broke about you you going to Washington and, uh, you know, it was all over the place, I have to say it's been one of the more um, positive responses I've seen to any of these types of events. And I think it's because everybody really respects you here and they, they appreciate what you've done for the, the program and whatnot. But uh, Kyle has said this many times that you, you know, it was quick. I mean, this thing happened and then you were gone. But is there anything that you wanted to share with, uh, I don't know, the people here that maybe you didn't get to, to say or, or, or express um, before, you, before you left? I, I think it's awful the way these things work. And not being able to 
talked to the team before it broke on social media um, really, really irked me because I look like, like a, like a fake to them for all the things that I kind of pray, uh, <clears throat> praise and tried to, to instill in them. And then all of a sudden just boom, it's gone. And there's, there's no goodbye. Um, you know, and then, you know, now, now you have this element of the transfer portal and, you know, you're instructed, you cannot speak to anybody from Hawaii. And so mm. you don't even get a chance to call them. You know what I mean? And, and, and now a couple of my texts when I've seen something on social media, so if they want to get me in trouble, they can, but I, I just, I felt that is going a little bit too overboard with, um, you know, cause I love those kids. I, there was, they did wonderful things, um, you know, to end the year BYU in the bowl game, you know, that's, a, that's something they'll never forget doing. And I think we were, you know, we had a strong team coming back, um, you know, and then I, I started to, and then the, this thing, cause all the jobs had closed, right? There was no working on it. We were moving forward. I mean, we had signed, we had signed like, uh, 15 or 16 guys, right? Uh, in the early signing period. How about how those kids feel? Now I'm not saying you just, for some reason there's, there's a, and I don't know if there's an answer to it, but it's, uh, it's kind of a, I, I think the system was getting a little bit out of control. And I think this is also going to reset college athletics um, and, and kind of bring us down the earth. When are these salaries going to stop? Right. When is the, I mean, there, how much money do you need to make? Right. Those types of things. Um, I think this is going to be a little bit of a reality check for college football. Probably for sports in general, man. Yeah. Sports in general, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but like I said, you know, I didn't hear a lot. Normally whenever anything like this happens, there's a lot of complaining, but it seems like everyone pretty much understood what was happening. And, um, they didn't, didn't cause a ruckus about it. But, the, you know, this, uh, this coaching, is that a real um, common thing where you're getting approached a lot? Or is it one of these things where, um, you know, it's maybe, maybe once every three years you get a call from another school? Or is it kind of a constant flow of, um, I well, guess it kind of depends on your record, right? <laughs> well, that and, and, you know, the agents, right? There's a level of communication that goes on that, we don't even probably know about, right? Yeah, they're yeah, always yeah. talking and they're, they're trying to fit the pieces together and we're just kind of trying to win football games. Um, I, I don't know. I, I probably should wait till well the contract signed so I could say it. When, when they threw that number out at me, I said, holy, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. I that's think, a, you're like that's a whole lot of metal detectors, man. Uh, <laughs> or Viking helmets. You're like yeah. you're ready to go. Yeah, I'll buy that really crappy one and the really good one. I'm, I'm all good now. It was no. funny because when when I heard that you left, I was like, "What? He left?" And then I I heard read in the paper why, and I was like, "That makes sense." And you know, <laughs> <laughs> can you blame him? <laughs> you know, and it was it was really um, a strange time because a part of me felt really sad. But a part mm -hmm. of me felt super stoked for you and your family and the yeah. opportunity that you were given. And nobody in Hawaii 
could blame you for doing that. And I, I think that was something that, um, it didn't take me by surprise, but the amount of support that you got from the people in Hawaii versus the amount of hate you got or whatever negativity, it wasn't, I didn't hear any, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like when you left, they were like, my God, good, great for, good for him. Thank you for what you've done, you know? Yeah. And I think till today, you still get that support here. You're always welcome to come back with open arms, you know, because you left, on, on, you left Hawaii in good terms, in good hands, you know? So thank you for I that. So. I had uh, I had a lot of those same feelings. I was very sad. You know, I yeah. was um so how how it happened, I was on the way to get on a plane to go to the coaches convention and it's a wonderful time. And I got convinced I maybe said I'm getting old that I should bring my wife, because some guys bring their wives. I don't usually bring my wife, but she was coming and then you know, it was like that day, boom, boom, boom. Okay, get on the plane, but you're going to Vegas, and we're sitting in Vegas for two days waiting to interview. And when I, you know, I, I was my kid. We we just had that great bowl win, and things were looking good. Um, but I knew when I just had this gut feeling that if if Mike Leach was going to take that job, you know we had a very good chance that we were going to be asked to do that job after him at Washington state, the personnel, the, um, you know, there's a offensive style too. offensive style. Um, you know, they're okay with doing some couple funny things here and there. It's not too uptight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, I kind of, before I got on the plane, I said, oh, I think this is happening. So I had a, you know, I should, I had a breakdown with my kids, you know, I'm, Probably not going to see him for a couple months. I'm just telling him, I think, you know, I'm going to get on a plane. I might not see you. But it was so much of what we had built. You know, it's like, do we really want to give this up? Or or how much further can we take Hawaii? You know, I, you know, what else can we, you know, obviously we can win the Mountain West. Um, you know, those, those kids, here's what, I, here's what I will leave all three of you with and hopefully your listeners. What those kids on that Hawaii team are doing have done the last few years with the wins and the bull wins and the bull games, what they are doing with the resources compared to when I walked into this um, locker room or this nutrition center or this cafeteria and see, you know, I was blind to it too. I didn't know how, how that it was at this level, but you know, I, it makes me respect those kids even more because, you know, whether it was Jersey Mike subs, we went and bought them. They always said, thank you. They're always appreciative. They knew we were just trying to get calories in them. And um, it, it really shows you that those things don't make you win football games. It's still the people and the bonds and the, and, and, and the, the foundations of the game that really win football games. Yeah, I mean that was the thing all season long. People would say that the the team was almost overachieving because you guys were winning in this weird vacuum of, hey, the football team they doing okay. No, 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 they're not doing that good. And I'm like, no, really, they're doing really well. They they actually have a chance to win the Mountain West and and go to a bowl game and do all that stuff. And I, I don't know if it was because so many years of of struggle, um, it, it was hard to believe that it was that you were building a consistent program. 
you know, that it wasn't just this flash in the pan. We win this one time, this big thing, and then everything falls apart. Um, that uh, I think was shocking for people. And it was hard to believe because the year before, you'd done a really good job. And we all went, hey, that team's doing so good. No way they're going to do good this year. <laughs> and, then, and then you just built on it. And it was just, it was fantastic to watch. But the, uh, I think you're, um, what you built in terms of getting the players to believe in themselves and what they were doing, that you can't put a price on that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's amazing that you were able to get that out of them. Well, well, my question is, what needs to be done where that's not per people's first impression of the football team at UH? You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where, where the, 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 it's almost a, a pessimistic view. Um, it's almost like built in. And that, 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 to be honest, is frustrating. And that's frustrating mm -hmm. for these kids. You know, it used to be, all right, get on the message boards if you want to read people talk about you. And they talk, you know, now it's social media. They'll just say it right to you. So these kids, they, what they, what they have to deal with, um, you just got to be very aware of a coach because these kids, you know, they're, they're always on their phone. They always have the access to information. And, you know, shoot, we all know people are mean and they can yeah. say some things and it hurts these kids. So that's the other thing. You know, you can yell at the coaches all you want. I don't think that's the problem. I think it's when, when the kids start getting talked about a little bit, that's where I'm not sure that's what we want to be doing right now. Yeah, definitely. So for the, for the new uh, crop of, of athletes coming up, um, would you have any advice for them as to what they can be doing to be successful? Um, I know it's uh, stay, off the, stay off the drugs, work hard. But any other like uh, gems of wisdom that you can impart on them? Uh, well, I'm going to piggyback off what because they are, and I tell this to kids, they are, let's just say he's a 16 year old kid. And it's my belief that he and his generation are the smartest generation to ever walk the earth. They've always had the access to information. Um, they, they grew up on the internet they can find answers. So they can also go out and do their own research better than guys in the past. You know, they can be in control of their own situation during recruiting. All those things are, um, and there's so much good information, especially during quarantine, they can, on YouTube, you can find videos, you can learn schemes, you can do workouts, you can, um, but it really comes down to, do you really want to do it? Or you just want to tell people you do it because it's going to be hard and there's going to be times you want to, you're going to ch challenge yourself. Do I really want this? And, um, you know, just, it, it, I, I also tell them just have bad ears, have bad ears. My kids, I tell them they have bad ears because they don't listen to me, but I took that and I went to the, our guys. I said, you guys need to have bad ears. I need to have bad ears. I shouldn't be able to hear all the negativity. People, people told me I couldn't play high school quarterback. And now I'm sitting here as a head coach of a, of a Pac-12 team, you know, and this is, you know, 25 years ago. So you, you, you don't listen, you, you talk to yourself, talk positive, visualize great things happening and, and keep working. And, and that's what I think the equation is. And, and as a coach, you know, those kids that have the drive or have the desire, how fast can you kind of uh, suss those guys out? Like, is it, first practice you already know okay this guy 
he really wants it? Or does it take a, a week or two or even a month or a season to figure out which are the guys that are really driven versus the ones that are just kind of going through the motions? Well, I think it's easy to see the athletes early on. Um, I think the longevity of work, of consistent work, um, really comes down to those personal qualities that make you successful in whatever you want to do, you know, where they enjoy the process of getting better because this is what I want to do. It, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, it's just like you, you're, you're five cents into a $300 metal detector. Do you really love it? You go find more and you, and you keep going, you find them bigger treasures. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, going. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> hey, and Nick, I have a I have a question for you too. This completely sure. unrelated to football. Um, you know, we talked earlier about your you talked earlier about your wife being kind of the the, the MVP of the family and stuff. And and I want to hear I want to hear this love story. I want to hear how you met your wife. I want to hear how you courted her and all that stuff. Because you, sure? you did all this. What? Yeah. Because you know. You I mean, well, let's give her let's give her some shine. Let's give her some all shine. Right. This, it was. Uh, I want to say it was early November, late October. The year was two thousand and one. Uh, um, it was uh, third down and eight, Fresno State, Aloha Stadium. And I look up in the stands and, and I make eye contact with this girl. She was in a bikini top. And I said, I'm going to marry her. But first, let me, let's go get this first down. <laughs> well, that's a good story. Back. She's going to like that one. She's going to no, like that one. I've told that one before. She didn't like that very much at all. But <laughs> she's not in the room. <laughs> oh, man. That's such oh, a romantic I mean, story. I, it is, yeah. <laughs> well, I just because, you, you know. see people to, on the stats from, from when you're on the field? Like, buy them out? I would think. No, right? With the gear uh, on and all that stuff? When you get a break, right? When you kind of, yeah. when the game. You can see. Yeah. You can see her. She's wearing a bikini. You can see her. It's probably <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. No, I, I was just curious, just because you know, um, like you were saying, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a road for a for a coach's wife. It's you know what I mean. It's a commitment she makes not just to you, but but then it's a commitment to, that she needs to make to the team. That she needs to make to your family. You guys are moving all that because I mean, you didn't just go from Hawaii, but you went to Nevada, and you you know, so and you came back to Hawaii, and you went up, and I, I've just. Uh, the type of woman who'd be able to do that and make those decisions with you is just pretty amazing. Yeah. And, and, and that story is not true, but I'd like to tell that story of how we met, but we had this conversation when, uh, you know, we, we were together at UH and then, you know, you're going Denver Broncos, NFL Europe, you know, San Jose Sabre, yeah. all that. So we had a talk before, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm probably going to start going with this lifestyle. I'm going to keep chasing this thing. You have to be good with it. You have to be good with it. I'm not telling you you need to come. I'm cool if you come. If you want to come, you got to understand that this is probably how it, it could be. And if it keeps going. And then there's another tower. I'm getting into coaching. Now it's it could be even more. But um, I think the communication was good the whole time about it. Um, and she was into me trying to chase dreams. And, uh, you know, she's, she's a great mom. And I, I want to make sure at some point, right, she can do what she wants to do. She was a teacher at IA Elementary when I met her. Um, oh, so, really? Yeah. And so I said, you want to go back teaching? You want to do? Because once, you know, get get these kids in school, all of them, you know, I want to make sure she has 
something positive uh, or fulfilling in her life that she's doing. Uh, nice. Well, she's That's getting cool. a lot of uh, practice teaching right now, I'm assuming. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Hey, I, I make a, I make a practice face. I give them the times. This is when we got this, this, and that. Wow. Oh yeah. They don't pay attention to any of it, do they? No, but I gotta get. I gotta get. <laughs> A lot of yelling. They know when I start yelling. I'm gonna push okay, up penalties. Uh, hey Nick, I know you have a kind of a hard out, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. But again, we just want to thank you for even coming on and, and sharing the time with us. I know you and Kyle are good friends, and um, yeah, it's just it's just a blast to have someone like you on the podcast. Uh, I think people are gonna really enjoy I'm, it. I'm excited. I told Kyle we we should start a podcast. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying being on. I thank you guys for what you're doing. And, and Kyle, seriously, thank you for what you've done for, for UH football and, and myself. You know what I mean? Oh, I no. appreciate it. Thank you, Rolla, for what you've done for Hawaii. No. I, you know? I can see you guys actually doing a podcast about garage sailing. Oh, no, dude, don't. Why do you want to go there? Why do you want to? That'd be kind of interesting. You know, oh, you know man. what you do uh, in Washington. What I would imagine is they probably have those storage storage sheds. Like yeah, storage see, we can go. We can go get in some good old stuff. Just do that, man. Because yeah. uh, there's not that much here, but uh, up there, I would imagine they have some pretty big storage facilities. I was in an old shop the other day. You know what I found? Seventy-eight Camaro. Did you buy it? <laughs> no. no, I didn't buy it. But it, he wasn't selling it. But he 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 had it under a K. It was. It was beautiful. I mean, where you're at, there's all that barnyard finds, right. man. Yeah, you know, there's also there's also gun really racks good. in every truck in the back of every truck. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and a grill on the front that can take hitting wild animals. Well, down, the years, cool, well, so. down the years when you retire, we can consider it. No, I'm gonna, <laughs> we're gonna come up for a game, and we'll get get some. Maybe we'll do it before a bye week, then we can we can go pick on the bye week. Yeah, actually, yeah, I want to go. I want to go check it out during the during the no, that was, Cup. no, 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 Devin, Kyle, not you. Oh, oh God, <laughs> you're talking to me. No, <laughs> just. <laughs> Well, well, good luck with the uh, good luck with the Apple Cup, man. That's gonna be a big one. My, uh, it's funny. My roommate from college, his wife is a Wazoo grad. So when I told her I was gonna talk to you, she was very excited. Yeah, like, who the coach for us? <laughs> it's a great rivalry. It really is, and um, it, there's, I I know it's very important for Washington State, um, and we've lost the last I don't know seven, but yeah. I do think it's important to I like having a rivalry game, you know I it was something special to play BYU and I just played them once right, but it was built yeah. up the years before. Um, I like that we don't like Fresno State at UH. You know what I mean? So those things, <laughs> and it's good for college football. And yeah. I, you know, I'm 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 throwing some jabs in there. They're they're, they're getting a little angry at me on social media. So. <laughs> well, best of luck to everything, Rolo, and um, take care out there. Thanks, Have a great yeah. season. Thanks and again. Definitely keep in touch. You know, if you ever get back in town for a bit, call us up. Let's go grab some poke and beer and. Maybe hit Deal. a garage sale. Mm -hmm. Got to get, yeah. get there early. We got to go Saturdays. Sundays, all the good stuff's already gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Devin? There's tips now. I got you. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me on. I, I'll come on anytime you guys want to talk. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, Thanks you guys. Take care. Take care. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>
Well, that was cool. Oh, hey, oh that worked out perfect. Okay, so he yeah. got, see, I've, I've never signed off on one of these things. So he got off, and uh, I'm still recording this, but mm-hmm. we can do a sign off. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, for those, of, for those of you who are listening uh, or, or tuning in, um, I'm not sure how we're going to get this on iTunes and all that stuff. I got to figure it out. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Maybe we'll do more of these, right, guys? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Um, Actually, uh, talking remote, I wanna, but, uh, yeah. Uh, well, you, you're sitting there by the beach, so it's all good. Um, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to try get, <laughs> I wanted to try get uh, Chris Styles. He oh, works for our sister station, uh, 931, uh-huh. but he's a, um, he's a battle rapper and a producer and all of that stuff. But he's been in this underground rap game for a really long time. And I thought, you know, it'd be interesting to have him come on because his perspective of Hawaii music is different. Hmm. Than, oh, the one that, okay. than the one that all three of us have been involved with. And I, I mean, I've known him for a lot of years, but he's got some really, yeah, just interesting stories about uh, what he's experienced. So might be might be something different. Okay. Sounds good, man. I mean, okay, yeah, well, going. I don't know what days you're free to do this kind of things, but I'm open. I'm just sitting here all day long <laughs> with nothing. So. Like, I, like I keep saying, I'm free from now till April 30th at least. <laughs> Shit, let's get somebody on tonight and do another one. Yeah, Chris already said he's good with doing it. So uh, I'll just okay. find a time and then we'll, we'll jump on. So. John, find somebody too and then we'll just start scheduling. Okay, yeah, I got to um, figure out how this thing works. This, is, this was a test run. At least the computer didn't overheat like it did in my last meeting. Oh, it so did. Yeah. Oh, it just turned off? It just turned off and I had to... Oh. Cut it. Okay. Okay. And whatever stuff I sounded stupid on, please uh, edit. Take it out. Can you even edit? <laughs> man, it's video. Oh man. <laughs> no, it sounded really good. I think what I I really like that he um he he gave you some props because you you deserve that. You you worked yeah. really hard for him and for for UH football. So that's cool. It was an honor. You know, it was it was fun. Yeah. It was fun while it lasted, man. Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna stop recording now. Yeah.